Welcome to House Call, the podcast where we dive into the do's and don'ts of interior design. I'm your host, Caroline Klein. I'm an interior designer, vintage obsessed, and I want you to love coming home as much as I do. I'm here to give you practical tips and a roadmap to creating a home you never want to leave. Think of this as a coffee date with your interior design bestie. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about a seldom discussed topic in the interior design industry, which is tract homes. I say seldom talked about because a lot of the interior design industry really revolves around new construction or large scale renovation or just furnishings. And I would say that's where we make our bread and butter. But Many, many, many people live in tract homes or subdivisions, and they want their home to feel like a true reflection of them in their family, which at the end of the day is why I got into this field, and it's something that I feel super strongly about. So tract homes are housing developments that subdivide massive lots into smaller lots, and then the developer builds almost identical homes on the lots. And they're often located in the suburbs of really large metropolitan areas. And you could be listening and you could be like, duh, Caroline, everyone knows what tract homes are. But I just wanted to make sure I defined it before we moved into things, make sure everybody's on the same page. To kick things off, I wanted to give a little history of tract homes because you know I love a little history and I didn't think it was going to be quite as fascinating as it was. Tract homes were popularized in Levittown in Nassau County, New York, in post-World War II America. So that's after 1945, for those of you who don't know when World War II ended. Levittown was planned and constructed from 1947 to 1951 by the firm Levitt & Sons, and that was founded by a man named Abraham Levitt. Levitt and Sons had previously made high-end homes in Long Island, but they saw a real opportunity as vets returned home from World War II and wanted to capitalize on that. Levittown was intended for affordable and safe housing for returning veterans and their families after World War II, and it really emphasized this kind of return to conformity, uniformity, this return to gender roles with women going back to the home after working during World War II, and it really just, it was sort of this, like desire for everything to go back to normal. Everyone was kind of like, woof, that war took it out of us. Let's get back to the the way things were. The homes in Levittown were all one story with an optional expansion attic, and they could be really quickly constructed in a day. The homes cost around $8,000 at the end of the 1940s, and with the GI Bill, it greatly reduced their cost to vets to only about $400. So Levittown is still in existence today. The median price of a original Levitt home in today's market is about $400,000. And a lot of those original Levittown homes still stand, which is super interesting, along with a lot of the community amenities like their swimming pools. I also thought it was really interesting. Levitt and Sons built three other Levittowns, one in New Jersey, one in Pennsylvania, and one in Puerto Rico. 
And an important part of the Levittown history that I wanted to point out is people of color were legally unable to purchase these homes until 1948, so three years after World War II ended, and that included Black veterans. And the developments remained highly segregated until Brown v. Board of Education in 1954. And since the construction of Levittown in post-World War II America, tract homes have continued to be a mainstay as a more affordable housing option in the U.S. Okay, now on to more practical tips, which is what you came here for. The entire point of a tract home is that it's not custom. It's meant to be economical and kind of one-size-fits-all. And that's great for people that are making a more value-driven home buying decision, but it can also leave the home buyer feeling like the home is a little bit boring or common. So in order to fix that, we want to introduce custom elements spread throughout your home that really infuse your personality and your style throughout it. And I think the best way to do that is being sure that you are layering And that's something that we'll kind of talk about throughout the entire podcast. And I mean layering in terms of furniture, but also that kind of finishing layer of like accessories and art and books, those little things that really make your house feel like a home. You want to be sure that you're investing in good quality furniture and art. The great thing about this is that you will move these items with you as you move into new houses. A tract home that's filled with like Ikea furniture is going to feel a little bit soulless and it's going to feel like a tract home. But a home that's filled with lots of texture and color and personality layered in, then you're going to step into that home and you're going to kind of forget that you're in a subdivision. My recommendations for good quality furniture, I, I always recommend start with a good quality sofa. I love a down or a down alternative sofa in a classic shape. I have a square arm sofa in a neutral color, which I love, but then I layer in color and texture in other areas like other furniture, rugs, pillows, accessories. I don't, a little side note, is I don't really recommend making everything neutral, especially in a tract home. It's going to kind of make your house feel devoid of personality. So invest in a good quality sofa and also invest in rugs that you absolutely love. I like to have a mixture of different patterns, textures, and materials all in one space. Jute rugs are a great like classic and economical option and then I would mix that in with higher quality wool or vintage rugs. A good quality rug that you love will last you years and years, I mean decades really. My mom has rugs that she bought. I mean, I think she's had these rugs close to my entire life. I don't remember a time when she didn't have these rugs and they still look so beautiful. So if you invest in quality, you'll thank yourself later when you don't have to repurchase rugs. Another thing that I love to add in to attract home to give it more personality is beautiful original art or prints with really nice frames. In my opinion, art makes all the difference. I never feel like a house truly feels like home until there's art hanging on the walls. I like to do a mix of family photos and smaller frames, original art, prints from artists you love. All of that kind of puts your family's personal stamp on your home and it makes it feel like a reflection of the people and the personalities that live there. 
And by working in art and photos into the little nooks and filling up these really large blank walls, your eye is going to be drawn to those little areas when you walk into a room and it's going to make your home feel layered and interesting. Okay, next up is swap out your lighting. Oh boy, lighting is (laughs) one of my favorite topics. I know tract home builders are looking for lighting that they think everyone will like, but dang, in my opinion, they have somehow found lighting that nobody likes. And it's so often cheap, the wrong scale. In the best cases, usually it's boring. And in the worst cases, it's hideous. <laughs> now that you've heard my rant about tract home lighting, we can move on to how to fix it. Our current home was filled with generic lights when we moved in. Even though we bought a 70-year-old brick home, it was still the previous owner put up all of these really generic looking lights. So I'm on a mission to slowly swap them out room by room. I typically start with the main living area. So in our case, that's the dining kitchen and living room because those are the spaces that you spend the most amount of time. I look for a big variety of shapes, colors, and materials to layer in a room's lighting. So for instance, if you have a crystal chandelier over your dining table, for instance, maybe choose a standing lamp that has a linen shade and pendants that have brass shades, if you catch my drift. So don't do all of the same finish. You don't want it to look like it all came from the same line at Home Depot. It takes practice to learn how to work everything together, but the result is this beautiful layered space that keeps your eye moving throughout the room. Not to toot my own horn, but personally, I think I'm very good at hunting for unique and fun light fixtures. So if you need help, just reach out and I'm happy to work with you just on lighting. Along the same lines as changing out your light fixtures, Change out your hardware, countertop, and tile in your kitchen and bathrooms. Tract homes of different decades have different distinctive kind of bathroom and kitchen finishes. In the last 10 years, tract homes have been really heavy on completely white everything with brushed nickel hardware and painted gray walls. It's been something that you see in tons and tons of tract homes. And there's not technically anything wrong with that, but it seriously lacks personality. By swapping out the backsplash for a beautiful tile that exudes your personality, you can add tons of interest. I would suggest choosing something that feels a little bit more handmade and has beautiful details. Tract homes are typically lacking that kind of texture and pattern that you want to make a home feel interesting, and adding in a cool tile is going to create that kind of custom, interesting look that you want. Another easy thing to do is I would immediately change out your cabinet hardware, so your knobs and your pulls. And here the sky is really the limit. You have so many options, polished nickel, chrome, antique brass, polished brass. You could do glass. You could do jadeite. There's so many different styles. And you can choose something with a simpler silhouette or something a little bit more detailed or ornate. It just depends on you and what you love. Any way you slice it, these are the kind of small details that really add up throughout your home to make it feel like a reflection of you and your personal style rather than a generic builder-grade home. 
I have lots of beautiful options if you need help choosing, but those are the kind of little details that make all the difference. And if you have the budget, I would really consider swapping out the countertop material. In the early 2000s, countertops in tract homes typically had that kind of speckly granite, so that it was tan and it had gray or black speckles in it or laminate, and that immediately reads like 2005. And nowadays, people are choosing a lot more like plain white quartz, which is fine, but it's not always the most interesting option. And a quick note about changing out your countertops, it's not a cheap replacement. So if you're nervous about making the right decision, I would reach out to an interior designer. A lot of times you can just book like a consultation with an interior designer. And a few hundred dollars for a consultation fee is a lot better than spending thousands of dollars on an expensive countertop material that you end up not even liking or that ages really quickly. This next tip is one of my favorites, and I was just talking to another designer friend about this just yesterday, but add wallpaper. This is such an easy and playful way to upgrade your home. I would be hard-pressed to ever see a tract home that has wallpaper installed from the get-go, and it can be a great way to add in your personality and color in big or small ways. You can add it behind the shelves of built-ins. You can put it in a bedroom or a dining room. My personal favorite way to incorporate it is a really bold wall covering in a powder bathroom. And it kind of makes your home feel a little bit like a treasure hunt or a jewel box. Like, where's the next little punch of personality going to be? And I think that's so fun. Along the same lines of upgrading your walls, add trim and millwork. I think I'm going to do a podcast on just trim and millwork and molding at some point, so stay tuned for that. Many tract homes have really limited or very cheap trim. A lot of them have baseboards, but many lack any sort of crown molding or trim around the windows. If you've ever walked into homes from previous eras, there's always different types of trim, and that's the kind of craftsmanship and detail that just isn't super common anymore and it distinguishes homes from earlier times to now. And I always say that trim is not always a detail that you realize is missing, but you can kind of feel a difference when it's in there. Your home just feels a little bit more finished. And I really believe that trim adds a level of detail that truly cannot be understated. Good design is all about the details and trim is one of those things. And I don't always recommend that people DIY certain things, but putting up trim is pretty easy to do yourself. Metri, M-E-T-R-I-E dot com has some really beautiful trim options. And even Home Depot has more basic options that are better than nothing. So if you just get yourself a miter saw and a nail gun, you'll be good as gold. And finally, my last bit of advice is replace window coverings. Plastic blinds are really common in tract homes, and they lack personality and don't feel custom or special at all. I am personally on a mission to eradicate plastic blinds from existence. I I just think they're a huge pain to dust. They get disgusting really easily, and I don't think they do. They either block out like too much sun or too little light. I just don't like them. And I think there are way better options that function better and look better and stand the test of time style-wise. 
some options if you're looking to replace your window coverings. And remember, we're trying to add texture and color and personality to track tomes because that's what's going to make your home feel more custom and designed and interesting. Curtains are a great option. I don't recommend you buy ones with the grommets. Use curtain rings or like pinch pleat clips work really well. Woven bamboo blinds are really pretty fabric Roman shades. Or you can do a combination of a couple different things. I think it's really great, especially in a tract home where I've said a million times we're trying to add personality. Layering two types of window coverings adds a lot of depth and interesting instead of just having one material. And it kind of makes your home just feel a little bit more custom and cozy. All right, so just to recap, to add more personality and interest to your home, I recommend investing in good quality furniture and art and rugs, swapping out your lighting, changing out your hardware, countertop and tile if you're able to, add some wallpaper in some fun little nooks and crannies, add trim and millwork, and replace your window coverings. There are so many more ways that you can add personality to a tract home, but these are some pretty good places to start. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode on how to add a little bit more personality and charm to your tract home. If you have any questions, please let me know. I would love to talk to you more about this. Otherwise, I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.